Sharing Travels with the Untethered Tourist by Lynn Beaudry Schumann, Marietta, Ohio. 1787 was an interesting year. In January, Mozart's Symphony No. 38 was premiered in Prague. In May, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, delegates began arriving for a constitutional convention. In July, the Congress of the United States enacted the Northwest Ordinance establishing governing rules for the Northwest Territory. In December, Delaware ratified the Constitution and became the first state of our newly formed United States. It was also the year that Rufus Putnam, Samuel Holden Parsons, and Reverend Manasseh Cutler were chosen as directors of the Ohio Company of Associates, and comprehensive plans were put in place to establish a permanent settlement at the confluence of the Ohio and Muskingum Rivers. Having been meeting at the Bunch of Grapes Tavern on King Street in Boston for more than a year, the Ohio Company grew to include 89 men with talents and skills that were needed to create a solid, well-rounded, successful community in the wilderness of the Northwest Territory. At least 50 of these men were former soldiers in the American Revolution who were investing their military retirement in this endeavor. The first part of the plan was to purchase one and a half million acres along the Ohio River. The next part of the plan was to organize the lengthy expedition of the first 48 pioneers from New England to the Muskingum the other 40 to follow shortly after. And the last part of the plan was to establish the first settlement of the Northwest Territory, which would bear the name Marietta, in homage to Marie Antoinette, Queen of France, who had been supportive of the American colonies in their quest for freedom from Britain. In the winter of 1787, the Ohio Company, under the leadership of Rufus Putnam, set out on an overland journey from their cozy clappered homes in New England across the frozen mountains to Fort Pitt at the headwaters of the Ohio River, where they would continue to travel west by boat. After some commitment testing and character building setbacks, they headed west down the Ohio River arriving at Fort Harmer at the mouth of the Muskingum River on April 7, 1788. The flotilla of flatboats nearly bypassed its destination in the fog, but the soldiers at the fort had been on alert and sent boats out into the Ohio to retrieve the rudderless armada. By the way, Fort Harmer was built in 1785, to protect the Native Americans in the area from marauding and intruding white men. Under the supervision of Rufus Putnam, construction was begun on this new community. The site for the civilian fort was upriver from Fort Harmer, high on the banks of the Muskingum, just short of the prehistoric Hopewell earthworks. 
the new protective civilian enclosure, to be called Campus Martius, would include the homes of the pioneers and their families who began to arrive during the summer months of 1788. Today, the city of Marietta has a population of about 15,000, many of whom are descendants of the first settlers, and if they're not directly descended, they are related by marriage, or at least know those who are. Newcomers have been brought in by the petroleum companies that dot the banks of the Ohio River, as well as the educational and medical facilities that serve the area. Folks who attended college here have returned to raise their families in the Victorian houses on the tree-lined brick streets. Stately houses adorned with ample front porch verbial porch swing or regal wicker settee. Porches where owners relax in the after-supper air and chat with neighbors out for their evening walks. Marietta has two colleges, two hospitals, a church on nearly every corner, one of them a basilica, a country club, a castle, a cherished park statue sculpted by Gutzon Borglum, an historic riverboat-era hotel, and is a vacation destination for all America. It's also the location of the first Masonic Lodge in Ohio. Its notable citizens include returned Jonathan Meggs, first postmaster of Marietta, the first Chief Justice of the Ohio State Supreme Court, fourth Governor of Ohio, United States Senator, and appointed Postmaster General by President James Madison. Charles Gates Dawes, whose family founded the Pure Oil Company, who was elected to serve as the 30th Vice President of the United States in 1924 under President Calvin Coolidge, and who won the Nobel Prize in 1925. Also a notable native of Marietta was Dr. Bertland Bosley, whose academic efforts created curriculum for state universities to specifically educate nutritionists, especially in the Appalachian area, whose professional written contributions to the World Health Organization publications brought attention to the importance of good nutrition worldwide and whose personal efforts while with the United States Department of Indian Affairs and the Pan American Health Organization improved the nutritional health of third world cultures in North, Central, and South Americas. The homes of both of these remarkable people are located near each other on 4th Street. The city is also proud of its living legend, Nancy Putnam Hollister, who's been mayor of the city of Marietta, lieutenant governor of the state of Ohio, the only female governor of the state of Ohio, and a member of the Ohio House of Representatives. The first settlers arrived by river in flatboats, the first visitors by keelboat and canoes. Did you know Lewis and Clark stopped here on their way west?
Yeah. Today, visitors arrive by interstate highway, by scenic state routes, by airplane, and continue to come by river in their pleasure boats or sternwheelers. Boaters may lock through on the Muskingum River, which still maintains a system of 11 hand-cranked locks, which have been in use since 1841. The story of the growth and transition of the community of Marietta can be seen in the city's museums, historic houses, carefully manicured cemeteries, and unexpected park statues, and can be read in the many fine books available. To listen to fascinating stories of historic Marietta, look on this website for the captivating podcasts of Louise Zimmer. As we travel through this series of podcasts, we will examine the attractions and amenities, the fairs and festivals, the restaurant and retail shops, and the nooks and crannies of modern Marietta. To trod the sod of this historic town, come visit us. We are located where the interstate of now crosses the interstate of then. That is to say, I-77, Exit 1, and the Ohio River. Begin your personal journey at Campus Martius, now a museum which has been constructed on the site of the original civilian fortress and encases the log home of Rufus Putnam. Campus Martius is located on the corner of Washington and 2nd Streets. By the way, the streets from the Muskingum River are numbered beginning with Front Street and progressing to 10th Street. The streets from the Ohio River are named for Revolutionary War officers. Washington Street was intended by Rufus Putnam to be the main street of the community, but the highways of then were the rivers and the center of commerce for the town steadily emerged downstream from Campus Martius on the east bank of the Muskingum opposite the site of Fort Harmer at the confluence of the Muskingum and the Ohio. The commercial area grew at such a rate that by 1892 the first hotel, the four-story Bellevue, was built very close to this location. The Bellevue Hotel burned to the ground in 1916, and in 1918, the Lafayette Hotel opened its doors on the same site. The Lafayette welcomes visitors still today. Its decor is of the steamboat era, but its amenities are 21st century. And by the way, this podcast is being graciously underwritten by the same beautiful historic Lafayette Hotel. Visitors have the selection of hotels, motels, lovely B&Bs, and campgrounds for lodging accommodations. Eateries include fast food chains on the pike between the interstate and historic downtown, as well as a variety of locally owned restaurants from casual pizza or pub grub to comfortable haute cuisine. Gentle hint, 
If you wear hats and gloves any time but Sunday, you will be recognized as a visitor. We'll take a closer look at each of these. Throughout the year, Marietta is the site of many fairs and festivals, such as Riverfront Roar for speedboats, Red, White, and Blues for music lovers, the Ice Cream Festival for those with a sweet tooth, Sweet Corn Festival for everyone, and the Sternwheel Festival, which has celebrated the city's maritime history in a grand way for nearly 40 years. During the summer, there's something to celebrate nearly every weekend. We will spend time exploring these gala events. The town has something for everyone in the form of tours. Walking tours, trolley tours, carriage ride tours, riverboat tours, hiking and biking tours, motorcycle tours, house tours, garden tours, church tours, covered bridge tours ghost tours, and tours of the ancient earthworks. During the summer, it celebrates its marriage of culture and consumerism with its well-attended monthly merchants and artists' walks. On Saturday mornings, it still enjoys its farmer's market, where produce, baked goods, and arts and crafts from local resources are abundant. On the edge of town, there is a water park, and within an hour's drive is an open-air, live African adventure. We will spend some time examining them all. The museums in Marietta are for everyone. There are history museums, house museums, a toy and doll museum, a vintage train, which stands alone as a museum, a mortuary museum, a soda pop museum, a West African art museum, and close by, a great exhibit for the Underground Railroad, which was very much a part of Marietta's mid-19th century history. We will talk about the missions and collections of each of these. For a town the size of Marietta, there's an abundance of good restaurants. We will drool our way through their menus. Some of them have live entertainment to enjoy in the evenings. Many have alfresco dining. And did I mention that Marietta is a spirited town? It has a winery, a microbrewery, several wine shops, tea rooms, and coffee houses. It does not have a Starbucks. In Marietta, the folks buy their Starbucks coffee by the pound and serve it to their visiting neighbors on their copious front porches. The colleges have more than classes. We'll take a look at their other interesting offerings. The Andrew Carnegie Library, built atop an ancient Hopewell mound, has more than books. Marietta has an extensive, comprehensive genealogical department. And we cannot leave out the appealing retail stores, boutiques, and beloved antique shops scattered about the town. Who needs a huge shopping mall? We have it all right here, with graciousness 
and charm. Join the Untethered Tourists next time as we explore the nooks and crannies, attractions and amenities of this historic city on the banks of the Ohio River. And be sure to see the photographs that go with each episode on the Untethered Tourist Facebook page. Just Google the Untethered Tourist and choose its Facebook page from the offered list. Click on Photos and then again on Albums. See you next time. Bye-bye.